0: Hello, listeners. I'll be your narrator for this evening. My name is Jack, and these are the stories I wrote. Voicemail. Fiction. Hello? No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, it's me. I woke up this morning with a million thoughts in my head. Like so many thoughts, just I kept racing and on and off throughout the day. I felt this tingling. The fear crawling up the base of my skull and my heart beat would suddenly echo through my chest and I felt as though it was going through my rib cage, was squeezing very slowly. But it was only slightly. All it was only slightly. I keep thinking about the things I love in my life, like you said to do. Um, I love pecan pie. How crunchy and sweet it is. I love sweaters and exactly two and a half tablespoons of honey in my tea. I love watching those silly vine compilations and sitting on the couch with someone, watching them play video games. And then I thought about how much I love you. And of course, it all went downhill after that. I went to a party the other night, and every single thing, no matter how small it was, made me think of you. I didn't want to tell Ellie. I know she listened to me, but I I don't I I guess I think she needed a break from me for a night, you know? But it was like weird. We were sitting on the porch waiting for everyone to show up and it was like unusually warm out. And the moon was full. And Jordan's arm brushed past mine for a second as he reached to grab his drink, and in that fucking moment I was back there. Was the day you bought that stupid fucking bucket hat and with the pink flamingo draft print all over it? You had that big grin on your face when you put it on. It saw my face, the one you know where you scrunch your nose and squint your eyes, and your smile could almost tear your face in half. And the if the depth of your dimples wasn't blocking it. Remember how we finished off that day? Amish pretzels, and we stole Mike's heart on the beach. Your arms were so warm. It was so nice. I was back at the party just seconds after that, which is a lot better than it used to be. No one even noticed this time. Maybe I'm getting better at staying present. Or maybe it was Mark and Walt hammering their horn as they pulled in front of the house. When we ate, Walt had made barbecue chicken, your favorite. Ellie's boyfriend, Tom. I bought us a 24-pack of strawberry mix hard. We all took turns playing Smash, only this time no one playfully made fun of me when I lost over and over again and pulled me into a kiss when I pouted in response. I think Jordan noticed about ten minutes in when I just stared at the screen for a full two minutes without blinking. He patted my knee to knock me out of it and smiled sympathetically and with a small nod whispering, you okay? I'm trying to be Cal. I'm really trying to be okay, cause that's what you want me to be. But, why? Why did you run? Why didn't you tell me, did I, did I do something? I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I Why didn't you take me with you? Just come home. Please. Just come home. And now, for some inspiration. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, all right? I'll take it. Then what? Kiss huh? You want the moon? You want the moon? You want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around and pull it down. Then what? to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. I can't believe this number still works. Um, hey, Cal, it's Katie. I know it's been a while since I left you a message. In fact, it's weird that you still have this voicemail up and working. Maybe your mom's kept this on her plan. Maybe that's it. Um, I met someone today. Well, I knew them before today, but they actually became a someone to me today. And the thing is that what made me realize they were a someone to me was something that reminded me of you. Which is why I'm leaving you this message to thank you. If what everyone said was true and you are... you have passed... You couldn't have given me a more unsubtle sign. Pink flamingo giraffe print boxer shorts. Really, Cal? I was trying to be flirty and sexy for this guy, and then all of a sudden I'm laughing and crying at him, and it's all your fault. (laughs) But we talked afterwards, and he listened to me. He listened to me like you used to listen to me. He helped me and listened. And in the morning when he left for work with a kiss and a promise to be home before six, I realized something. I'm sorry for getting so angry with you. I was so focused on me, why you left me, why you didn't tell me anything. I only called your mother once. She invited me to your family's Christmas party every year since then. I haven't gone once. I guess I didn't want to go because she only reminds me of how much it hurt when you left. But I was wrong. You taught me what to look for. You taught me what it should feel like when someone really loves you what that look in their eye is, how big that smile on their face should be. So thank you. Thank you so much for sending me the sign and now I am so sure about him. His name's Finn, by the way. And I'm sure someday he'll thank you too. hope you're on the nice end of the other side. You deserve it. I'll always love you. Now, for some inspiration. I don't want realism. I want magic. It's magic. Yes, yes, magic. I try to give that to people. I do misrepresent things. I don't tell truth. I tell what ought to be truth, and if that is sinful, then let me be punished for it. Don't turn the light on. <laughs> The dark is comforting to me. I've never seen you in the light, that's a fact. I like the dark. is comforting to me. After the tone I knew this would still be working I saw you today At the Cafe Luna on Mason Street In Harrisburg, Pennsylvania You locked eyes with me And looked away And what the fuck are you doing In Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? Where have you been the past ten years? Does your mom know? What am I going to say when I see her Cal, this is, this is, so many people loved you and you just ran away, gave a big old fuck you to your friends and family, moved across the country to start a new life in fucking Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and you don't even have the balls to look me in the eyes, let alone say, hey Kate, I'm not dead, I'm alive and thriving in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I cry. I start crying in the middle of a fucking coffee shop. Do you know how hard it is to explain why tears are spontaneously rolling down your cheeks to your husband and your two-year-old daughter? It's okay, sweetie. Mommy's okay. She just saw her first love, who she thought was dead, mixing creamer in his coffee at a breakneck place so he could leave without being able for her to catch him. What are you doing? Why are you here? Why now? Why Why did you run? Why didn't you tell me? Did I do something? What did I do? Why didn't you look at me? Why didn't you take me with you? author's note stories i wrote is an audio archive of the written works of jack jack has been writing all of her life and wanted to give those stories a chance to live like our facebook page stories i wrote and follow us on twitter at capital s i w cast as always trigger warnings and interlude titles are listed in the description and remember there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you so share your stories Share these stories, and as always, thank you for listening.